0: It's BudPod196. 196.
1: um, uh, How are tricks? How are tricks for 2023? Hello, everybody, and happy new year. And sorry for our time away. I was in Malaysia in far-flung Borneo. Yeah. How was that? Um, uh, good. Catching up with the orangutans, swinging about with my old friends, <laughs> um, getting eaten by giant carnivorous plants. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, uh, what else did I do? I swam with the sea turtles and laid eggs with them in the <laughs> sand. Um, I got caught in a a big net. Yeah. <laughs> in the sea. Yeah. Uh, by some by a Japanese whaling ship, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but fortunately, I was able to bite my way through through the net and save the rest of my marine friends. Yes, um, it was a pretty pretty eventful, it's busy Christmas and New Year. Yeah, really busy. I'm glad to be back, is as I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, almost didn't there for a bit. Almost got turned into blubber.
0: Yeah, you almost got sold on the on the high-end artisanal uh, meats market in Tokyo.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you reckon you can buy r- rare meats on
0: the dark web, surely? Oh, that's a good c- Surely you can buy Can something.
1: you buy, like, a whale's blowhole? Just a single blowhole? Just a blowhole? <laughs> <What> do- <laughs> I imagine t- if you were really into the blowhole.
0: They'd definitely assume you were going to fuck it. <laughs> That's the sort of thing. Do you
1: it's expensive? Do Dr- a whale's blowhole is expensive? Definitely,
0: because you can get whale legally in places like <laughs> Norway, yeah, and Iceland. And Iceland.
1: When I was in, when I was, in, when, I was, in, when, I was in, when I was in Iceland, there were restaurants with like a sign outside saying, "We serve puffin." <laughs> oh. Yeah, we serve puffin and
0: whale. I've never looked at a puffin and gone like, mmm, and like rubbed my hands together.
1: Yeah, it's too kind of pretty. I don't really want to eat anything pretty. It's not very appetising.
0: But they're not. They're also, they're not fat. Like a chicken just looks like a ball mm. of meat. That's right. So I can look at the chicken and go, "Yeah, I see what you're doing there." That's right. I see what this animal's about. Whereas a puffin, it just looks like. I can so easily imagine someone's like, "Oh, it tastes like a horrible combination of chicken and fish," and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want that." Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, thank you. The blowhole would I like to definitely costs a lot as
1: I'd like to eat the puffin beak as a crisp. I think that'd be fun.
0: Oh, like one of those massive sort of vegetable crisps you get.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) So you'd have an enormous bag of puffin beaks with a kind of puffin. (laughs) A puffin that's like the Cheetos Cheetah.
1: I'd love a bag of paprika puffin beaks. (laughs) That'd be delish
0: and the the cheeto the cheetos cheetahs kind of it's like the puffin has got like sunglasses and like trainers on <laughs> and he's doing a big feather thumbs up you know um sorry
1: just closing my door there um yeah and like in the cartoon the puffin is eating puffin beaks with
0: wearing yeah. sunglasses. yeah 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 that kind of horrible ca- cannibalism like you get often with pigs pigs and chickens and and all the mascots
1: yeah all, yeah all the all the all the meat mascots but yes so and thank you everyone for your patience over the last festive fortnight yes. sorry i couldn't be with you and uh, big up pierre for, for filling in the gaps there um it yeah the the the, the wi-fi in, in borneo is about as reliable as as picture it's getting better it's getting better to be
0: honest it's getting all right um what year of uk wi-fi is it up to
1: i mean i guess it depends on the region of the uk but like london wise maybe five years ago
0: oh okay that's not too that's pretty good
1: yeah yeah um but but from time to time it will just stop working and it's one of those where you have to, like, you disconnect and you reconnect, and then it works. And he's like, well, what have I done here, actually? Why, why, why has this fixed it? <laughs>
0: why did Do you, this did have you to happen? you just forget to be Wi-Fi? Yeah, you, the Wi-Fi just gets distracted.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've never understood that.
0: That's very strange. Well, Sometimes, Pierre, yeah.
1: um, you should turn it off and on again.
0: Oh yes satire well it's a golden age for satire now phil with all the royal family shit did you get much of that coverage did you do you do you when you're in malaysia here's a question do you stay in touch with the news from the uk and everywhere that's not malaysia or do you just have malaysian news or do you just cut out completely just ignore it
1: we get we have the satellite tv service there and we have bbc news 24 on it so we just put that on and it's like it's like we never left it's very strange <laughs> um and 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 you you feel wow the uk really does have an outsized influence still because you can get very specific county by county news in borneo <laughs> you can get you can watch you can watch a story about a pile up in hereford in north borneo yeah. and you're like why, why why are we getting this <laughs> but but yeah it means we were able to follow british news by the minute pretty much well thank god yes yes harry and megan have once again told everyone to please leave them alone in five separate high profile <laughs> tv interviews and now a best-selling book just leave them alone guys how many <laughs> Netflix series do these people need to make before you leave them the fuck alone?
0: <laughs> when will people get the message, Pierre? Have you um have you heard the bit the clip of the audiobook that's doing the rounds today?
1: Oh no. Oh, like a bit man. of audio from the audiobook.
0: Yeah, because he read it himself.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's bad. It's, um, Ooh, what
1: what is it about? Is it about him having sex with the, the horse lady? No, it's the,
0: a really yeah. lame anagram about Rebecca Brooks. Anagram? Yep.
1: An anagram.
0: Yeah, it's hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a few seconds long, so I'll I'll try and describe it to the listeners while you listen to it, if you like.
1: Okay. Well, I I I could I could if you send it to me, I could even just play it into the microphone here.
0: Well, I don't know if we have the rights. Oh, what about parody law?
1: Leave them alone, Phil. (laughs) I think we'd be covered by parody law, but but if you tell me, um, yeah, give me give me the gist.
0: Um, so basically, it's because Rebecca Brooks, I think, was involved in the press harassment.
1: Yeah, so this is a bit of a blast from the past. Now, Rebecca Brooks, there's a time when everyone was chatting Brooks all the time, but Rebecca Brooks was that fiery head um lady who
0: worked for glow uh, uh news core was it no it was um the phone the mirror wasn't it the phone hacking let's just google this because phone hacking sh-
1: the yeah but she she worked on the um murdoch side of, of the press didn't she uh
0: news of the world news of the world that's murdoch right i don't know yes Yes, it was. Your mirror
1: isn't. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So it was the the scandal that brought down News of the World, the phone hacking scandal.
0: Yeah, and involved. And she sort of everyone. was
1: editor, CEO. What was she? I can't remember now. Oh, what well, high up, whatever. Yeah. Um. Right. So so Prince Harry has a. St- story about Rebecca Brooks. No, he
0: just mentions her, and uh, he says that she made up that he went to rehab, and says, is it a coincidence that an anagram of her name is Rehab Crook? (laughs) Rehab Crooks. And he says this seriously? I mean, he seems to say it's a message from the universe or something, but... (laughs) I don't know quite what to make of it. I only have the clip, to be fair. Maybe the rest of Harry's book makes him seem really... It's a build up to a really good point, but it's not a good clip. And it's weird to hear him saying it.
1: Yeah. Oh God, Pierre, am I going to listen to the audiobook of spare? Am I? No, Is I just really think you should to listen happen? to
0: this one clip because it's really funny. It's quite partridge. Oh, great,
1: okay. Uh uh Rebe- I, I mean, Rebecca
0: Rebecca I, Brooks I mean, sh- Rebecca Brooks was found not guilty on all charges related to phone hacking, Phil. Fun fun fact.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I always stood up for her. I don't know about you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would leave little supportive messages on people's phones.
1: <laughs> uh. um, but yes, we were kept more or less abreast of um, the the trickling Harry-William drama about him pushing Harry onto a dog
0: bowl. You, um, you and I have, have friends who are big royal freaks. Um, and it's just, it's, it's like the, it's like the nineties for them, isn't it? That's what struck me is that you look back at the nineties and there's all these scandals and things and, and you look, and up until recently, you look at them now and go, oh, it's all very sort of managed now. And here we are again, it's exploded and gone mental and everyone has to have an opinion. R-
1: right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, that's quite ironic, isn't it? Cause sort of with the... Purported intention of undoing uh, or protecting Megan from what happened to his mother, Harry sort of partly responsible for bringing back that level of drama to to the royals, right? I mean, it's not since sort of not really since Diana that it's been this dramatic.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I mean, he's trying to either destroy or get rid of the institute. I don't know what the I don't know what the plan is. I'm surprised no, by I don't how. I think there is a plan.
1: Yeah. I think we give Harry far too much credit. I don't. Yeah. I I think he's living each day as it comes. <laughs> he's a sweet, simple boy, and he's living each day <laughs> as it comes. He's trying his best. Um, I'm surprised by how
0: woo-woo the tone of the whole thing is.
1: Well, I mean, this is fucking. It's it's the sort of California speak that Meghan Markle's brought to it. The um, yeah. Um, speaking my truth once you start talking about my truth y- you know you're off with the fairies really and um there's no better way of making me doubt everything you say than using the phrase my truth <laughs> because as, as soon as i'm aware that someone has an idea of truth that is individually based yeah and as soon as someone uh, reveals themselves not to believe in a single truth with that, which we which we all interpret by that each person has their own truth which needs no no proof and is validated j- just by existing then then I, i'm i'm going to be treating uh things with a little more scrutiny you know
0: yeah i think that's fair look here's a here's a question i still want to hear more about christmas new year's because it's new year's resolutions time phil but i want to know what was the most nostalgic thing you did when you were in malaysia
1: Oh, that's a good question. So I hadn't been to Malaysia since the Christmas of 2019. So I haven't I haven't been there since the pandemic started. And I, I had this very... I kept... It was this very strange feeling of... I kept telling myself, oh, the last time I was here was before all these pandemic memories I have.
2: Oh, yeah. All these memories
1: yeah. of being stuck in that flat, of going on sad little jogs on my own, <laughs> of the loneliness and the fear and the strangeness and the number 10 briefings and the all all my memories of all those things were happened after the last time i was here and that that always felt very strange because it never felt like it was it that felt like older than my 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 previous malaysia memories yeah they were maybe that's good i don't know maybe that's good maybe it, um, it means that my memories of the worst of the pandemic are sort of locked away in a separate parallel
0: timeline yeah you can now you can say you can look out the window and say things like it was all some sort of terrible dream really
1: <laughs> yeah exactly the most nostalgic thing was ah uh, the thing is, when when you're much older, you come to these things and they kind of feel new again because you, you you're seeing them from an adult, yeah, um, through an adult, adult perspective, and and they don't really seem. Going to my dad's like hometown, which are like basically a village, these two villages, um, in sort of the interior, was really nice, and eating sort of these their special noodles. Noodles are such a big deal in Saba Each sort of small town has their own type of noodles oh like their own style
0: that they've pulled
1: that's um well their own style of cooking usually oh okay um and so going around eating those and you know really getting stuck into these old towns was was really nice um but i'm not a nostalgic person really in general and uh, what was what i actually enjoyed was seeing how things had all changed slightly and moved on and and gotten older. Uh, but it was a really good trip. A really nice trip. Um, How was how was you? Were you on the island?
0: Yes, I was. Yeah. But it was just a sort of quick, a pretty quick visit. And I, I, I sort of secluded myself to try and because uh, my family, various members of family that are normally there weren't there. So it was sort of just me and my parents, really. So I secluded myself and tried to get some writing done on this sort of a windswept island
1: oh that's pretty good so that's that was, very very bronte
0: yeah yeah and i wore the dress and everything so <laughs> <laughs> i had a little fan um very yeah. nice yeah yeah. it was fine it was just I, I always think it's well i mean would you agree that new year's eve is is sort of the naturally the shittest one of all the days
1: it's pretty crap. Um, and I think the worst New Year's Eves, I've, in my experience, are when you try and chase a fun New Year's Eve. Yeah. When you embrace other New Year's Eves are a bit crap. They're a lot more fun. And for this one, we went to a... a, a I mean, when I say it out loud, it's very nice. We went to this beach resort um, near my dad's hometown on the coast. And the resort is very... Um, it was it was quite uh, White lotusy. Which was fun because oh, I've only recently seen that. Nice, yeah. And me 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 and my sister we just wander around the resort going da, 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 just sort of like humming the tune <laughs> to ourselves. Um and playing the parts. The and, and on New Year's on the on the countdown, so the, the New Year's Eve party was out on the beach, but there was a DJ playing from the balcony of the hotel. Because it's so hot, everything's all open plan. So yeah. The the DJ's on this platform like a floor above us with a big led screen and she's playing these tracks and and beneath her we're all there just sort of on the grassy beach and dancing along it's all families and tourists and kids and she's a really good dj elaine her name was like Elaine. elaine chu was elaine yeah just elaine chu just like a a, a, a nice local chinese gal who's good at spinning discs her name's Elaine <laughs> she, i love she's generally i love called DJ, she's names. called dj elaine dj elaine <laughs> and dj, and DJ elaine play... <laughs> and dj elaine played some really good tracks she's good the mixes are good um but and this sort of encapsulates a lot of malaysian uh, life is that no thought was really given to the propriety of these songs, considering the yeah. audience. It's like families and little kids, and she was playing songs that went like, "shots, shot, shots, 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 shot, shots, shots," and a song that went, "Show me where my freaks at," <laughs> and you <laughs> and you look around, and it's just small kids and their families, and there's like a bouncy castle. <laughs> It was um, <laughs> it was quite Napoleon Dynamite, really, uh, but it was really funny and really fun.
0: That's really. So that was, funny. It was
1: a good New Year's Eve. It's a good New Year's Eve. You have to sort of embrace the silly crapness of New Year's Eve to really have a good time. I think.
0: Yeah, I like the idea of someone called DJ Elaine dropping wet ass pussy for a bunch of toddlers on a Ponzi castle. DJ
1: Elaine. Oh wow. DJ Elaine elaine chang um, uh, and she had a hype man who i was pretty sure i'm pretty sure was just the general manager of the hotel <laughs> um,
0: was he dressed like the guy from uh, grand budapest just like very much uh it
1: was just a guy in a suit a going d. all right guys it's coming up he he just kept <laughs> promising us that midnight <laughs> that midnight was approaching at some point and he <laughs> For like hours, he was telling us about how midnight was coming up, um, <laughs> and that that we're all gonna have a great time when it hits midnight. It's really funny um, to say
0: it like three p.m. Midnight's coming because <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> it is. He wasn't wrong. No one could fault him on the, on on the facts. Yeah. Um. How about you? Did you sacrifice a virgin <laughs> or something? What did you do for? A,
0: <laughs> well, no, I had I had a uh, near. N- n- I'm gonna start calling it nya. Nya. Yeah, NYE. Or NYE. Yeah, nya. Yeah. I did uh I did and it kinda of sounds like saying New Year if you're from like New Orleans or yeah. something. Nya. Or very posh. Nya. Nya. What are you doing for nyah? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I did for nya. We just had a friend's in London. Um, nothing fancy. But Phil. It's resolution time. Have you done resolution? I have done some resolutions, yeah. Um, I have serious they're ones, quite earnest, or sort of si- yeah, earnest. quite earnest. I'm afraid. Yeah, uh, yeah. me too.
1: Oh, um, do you want to go first? We're old My no, my, no. my my first news resolution
0: was always to let the other person go first. So you, um, <laughs> you you, uh, you go ahead. Um, uh, let me think. So, well, I got a nice notebook as a gift. Okay, not really. That's that's more of a gift than a resolution. No, but I'm You're using Christmas. I'm using the notebook oh. to bully myself into doing the things. Okay. So I've into written doing I, the resolutions. Yeah, I wrote them all down in the notebook. My first resolution was use this notebook, and then. Um, That's funny. Stuff like, uh, oh, I I sorted out my cupboard yesterday. Your cupboard. Yeah, my clo- my wardrobe. Oh, as in you 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 condoed your clothes. Yes. Marie Kondo, you clothes. Sorry, yeah, I forgot about Marie Kondo. How soon we forget the heroes of the past?
1: How soon we forget?
0: Yeah, um, I spent the whole the- fucking day carrying huge Father Christmas style bin bags of of stuff I'd forgotten about to uh charity shop and now I have a very Steve Jobs minimalist cupboard.
1: Oh great. Well done. Just lots of um black turtleneck jumpers.
0: Yes, and, and no belts. Jeans. No belts. No belts.
1: Um, um, yeah, I, Marie I, Kondo was sort of the sound of our time in in Malaysia because um, the the show was on our Netflix um, play next sort of list, and it plays that little preview, and it kept playing this clip of Marie Kondo go, uh, looking at a very messy house and getting excited and going, "I love mess." <laughs> that, that that became the soundtrack of our trip. Was Marie Kondo going, "I love mess."
0: <laughs> I find I find something odd about her because they are tidying your house shows in the UK and they have been historically, but they tend to be quite matronly women saying, oh my God, and sort of getting furious and disgusted. Mm. So yeah. for Marie Kondo to present herself as a sort of demon who eats mess.
1: Yes, a demon who eats a mess um and sort of is very sweet seeming in the outside but is ob- obviously has the capacity to kill if she wanted to yeah and i what i like is that she's followed around by an interpreter which makes her seem like a sort of ambassador yeah. sort of like tidiness ambassador at at the un of your house
0: yes yeah she's been sent by by some sort of different almost from outer space
1: Yes, yeah, that's it. She does seem very otherworldly.
0: I think the kill thing is right because you can tell because anyone who takes such joy in in chaos, like you, you know that she's only a few days away from sort of um, describing a, a a person in your life as mess before c- killing them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and she's so small and nimble. I, I, I sort of picture I imagine she'd kill you by sort of climbing into you somehow and sort of um, breaking <laughs> a vital organ inside you and then climbing back out really really quickly.
0: She'd straighten out your intestines. <laughs> no more mess, she'd say as she ra- unravels them from your torso.
1: <laughs> this gives me joy, she she says as she leaps out holding your heart
0: yeah 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 i'll keep this she says as she puts the heart into her human skin knapsack
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you can't you can't do it your wardrobe
0: i did yeah um, because I've, i haven't done it for years and years and years I'm, i don't buy clothes you know, i do not buy them no me neither
1: me neither it's it's quite a male problem and i'm trying to get better at it yeah and i i did you know i've got a bit better at like getting clothes, but if something is like wearable I, I find it very hard to throw out because it's still, it still you know provides the function of clothing, and yeah. if something is still functional, I find it very, very hard to get rid of.
0: Yeah, you end you end up sort of gesturing at a drawer and sort of saying to yourself, "Does it not cover my shame? <laughs> Does it not? Um, yeah." And not just the wardrobe fill, but I, here's two more New Year's resolutions: only good socks, only good pants.
1: Only good socks, only good pants, mm. as in in good condition, yeah, or like nice looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just good. So, ones. Uh, are we talking about a zero, um, a zero tolerance for holes, zero hole tolerance,
0: zero hole tolerance, and and for socks especially, zero um war, almost worn through heel tolerance. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I, that's very admirable. I'm trying to get to zero hole. Um.
0: By twenty by twenty twenty five. Yeah we've got a you, you, zero you, hole target
1: you've become like you become the chinese government for holes and socks you've been pursuing a zero hole policy <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah but, exactly yeah i'm trying to get to zero i'm trying to get to zero hole yeah um but it's hard think- it's hard because like if, if you have a pair of boxes and there's like a small hole right in the gooch you think yeah. i mean you think this is an ideal but no one's going to find out and it still performs the, the main functions of a piece of underwear
0: well, you start to convince yourself that, in a way, maybe a hole in the gooch is ideal.
1: Yeah, maybe it allows just the right amount of so, air circulation. Um, and it 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 isn't does it doesn't reveal a part of you that traditionally has to be hidden from from polite society. Yeah, you know. Do you think is um, a famously neutral zone?
0: So. Yes, it's true. Do you think um, Greta Thunberg would do a big speech about the betrayal of our failure to get to Zero Hole?
1: (laughs) You have stolen my dreams with your holy underwear.
0: (laughs) She's holding up a pair of your pants in the UN. (laughs) You have stolen my dreams. Like, oh, God. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll get Sorry, new guy, pants. Uh... It's just I, I have, I'm busy, and I forgot they were there, and I washed them, and I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I made the commitment, Phil. I, 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 I sat and I went through all the pants and socks and went, you know what? I, w- I felt, I felt like uh, someone, someone in a in a movie selecting the the elite of a team or of some kind.
1: Yeah, that's fun. That's nice. You gotta yeah.
0: give yourself a high bar.
1: Yeah, you do. It's tough, but you've got to do it. You've got to do it. I need to throw some shit out for sure. Okay, so that's a good New Year's resolution. Yeah. they have already done, which is impressive. It's because of the power of the notebook. Do you have anything overarching? Right, right, right. Do Just, you have a sort of overarching sort of change to your character New Year's resolution?
0: Um, will what, what be the kind of person who actually does these things and doesn't let them hang around for years, I guess, is the theme of most mm-hmm. of them. Um, yeah, yeah. And the notebook's good because you look, and the, sh- the shame of a missing tick next to the item it's it it it's the same thing that makes yeah. me compla- complete video games compulsively, I think
1: I was just about to say you yeah you know, it's it's about gamifying life, isn't it?
0: yeah, yeah, which is why I eat all those golden rings <laughs> and if I slip and fall, <laughs> they all come tumbling out of my mouth and anus
1: <laughs> and you hurry to eat them back up <laughs>
0: <and they disappear.
2: laughs> yeah. yeah, hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, hello. Um, I'm just calling because, um, it's the 1st of January, and I am, um, I'm trapped. I'm trapped in a field. So, um, near Parliament. Parliament. You've got to pronounce the I, otherwise what's the point in having it. Anyway, um, so, I... I, so I'm addicted to, to sulphur. It's a very unusual addiction, I know, but I love it. Um, normally I can, I can get what I need from eggs like various birds, um, but there is something of an egg shortage in the UK at the moment, and so I couldn't get my usual eggs, and I knew it was New Year's Eve, and I knew there were sulfur in fireworks, and so I snuck into the field bit where they put all the fireworks for the display um, for central London and the lit, it, lit, it, uh, lit it up, and I was in there, and I, I was n- nibbling, nibbling at the tubes to get at the sulphur, um, like a smarty spagot. And I was there for too long. I lost track of time. Um, and I get really sleepy when I'm full of sulphur. And I was awoke, awoken by the, the display, um, going off, and it has singed my hair, and I was briefly on one of the rockets and only let go a few metres in the air, um, it was frightening, and mainly was just sort of screaming and being briefly exploded, for, at midnight. And then I've I've been too afraid to move since, and I just had a little sleep. In the around, surrounded by the charred stubs of grass and and wooden stakes. So, if you could send the fire men, or to to help to drag me out.
0: Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hi guys, a quick intercession here. Two plugs, I forgot to plugy plug. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my Soho Theatre run has been extended, if you don't know, I've mentioned it before. So there are three extra dates, Monday, the 6th of February, Tuesday, the 7th of February, 8th of February, it's a Wednesday. Um, So do come along. Uh, All the other days are pretty much sold out uh, unless you buy a seat on your own. And in which case, go for it. Um, uh, Yes, so please do come to Soho Theatre Central London if you are around. Um, another plug that's a bit sooner. Uh, um, Sarah Barron, who's a fantastic comedian, is doing the 18th to the 21st of January. So that's next week. As this comes out next week. Um, and her show Hard Feelings is really, really good. I just think it's great. And you should go see it. There you go. Bye. So what about you? What, give us a taste of, of your, your resolution. Um,
1: <clears throat> well, my, my earnest one is to try and be um a little nicer because last year my resolution was to be more selfish really um, yeah yeah my my last year's resolution was to be more selfish uh, to try it out because i'd i'd not in my life before that been very selfish and i felt like I'd i'd missed out on a lot by not being more selfish and by sort of <clears throat> caring too much about other people and so i thought oh let's give selfishness a go so i did all of last year quite selfish you had a selfish um, year I had a selfish year. I had a selfish year, twenty twenty two. And at the end of it I was like, Yeah yeah, this has been alright, but there's also something sort of feels like there's something dark eating away at my core. So maybe <laughs> this year I'll um, I'll try the opposite. And so this year I'm trying to be kind. I'm trying to be like very compassionate both to myself and to others. Okay, and maybe then maybe once I've done my kind, compassionate year, I'll compare it with my selfish year, and see sort of where, which point of the compassion spectrum I I want to occupy. So this year I'm I'm being kind. So get your requests in this year, folks, because Wang's uh, he's handing out sweets this year.
0: He's 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 trying his best. This (laughs) is end of Christmas Carol Wang. Okay, I see. I see. This yes. is interesting, though. You should try and write up what it was like to have a selfish year. I would; would re- be a really interesting article or something.
1: Huh? I wonder if I can summarize it. It was freeing but lonely. Uh-huh. I, th- I think that maybe being kind is, um, what would I say? It's um, it's a little more joyful. Ugh, oh, joyful such a gross word. It's a little more rewarding but uh tiring, maybe.
0: Well, I uh, mean I, you're sort of accepting that you're necessarily tied into other people, aren't you?
1: That's it, that's it. And I'm not in I don't find people very interesting, which is another thing I've realized. <laughs> is that I don't find people in general interesting. I don't care about <laughs> people's lives or their stories i think i've never read a biography i thought was um good i don't care i really don't care about other people's lives and i find it strange when other people care about other people's lives so when i wrote my book which is about my life broadly speaking i was like who the hell is going to read this and people read it and liked it and i was very very grateful for that um and that sort of showed me oh this is actually quite a me thing not not to care about other people's lives
0: Um, yeah I think I would say I would say so it's very funny as well to produce an an object into a market that you yourself would never endorse
1: (laughs) well it's kind of like how uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't let his kids on Facebook or whatever (laughs) yeah um, yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
0: or my uh, three hour mouth noise album
1: (laughs) but no it's just it's just not um, I just think I don't see it as like a, a, a personal thing it's just like other people are just a genre. I don't. I have no interest in. But I'm trying to change that this year. I'm trying to be more interested in other people and more compassionate. I don't know. If, I don't know if you can synthesize that feeling, but um, I'm going to give it a go.
0: That's interesting. What's What do you think? Is you have you done the thing where you break it down into little steps?
1: Little steps. Well, in mean, part, of the big step is like being nicer to myself and not um not getting going getting i'm very i'm very hard on myself yes when i get something wrong yes you are because yeah i mean you know this very well i but that's because i get such a thrill from criticizing other people i feel (laughs) i i have i give myself these very high standards because then if i meet those standards i'm qualified to be really critical of everybody else
0: yeah and you can you can you can shrug and say these are just the rules these are the rules and I abide by them. Yeah. So now I'm going
1: I'm trying the other tack where like it's okay if you mess up because it's okay if I mess up.
0: And I'm uh, gonna see where, where it takes me. Mm.
1: ha! Uh-huh. Mm.
0: this is you're like a character mm. in some sort of Bill Murray movie. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I, I I think we should we don't take enough opportunity of New Year's resolutions to just do a personal experiment for a year.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's a good idea. And I like how it's sort of well, it's tangible and intangible. I like that a lot. Mm. Maybe I should do a more mm. a, a more intangible one, a more philosophical one. Now that I've sorted out the old pants socks debacle. Well this well, this is the thing. My
1: news resolution has made it also I, I've been a lot more productive just in the first week of this year. Because instead of like going, oh, I'm not going to bother with this email, I tell myself it'll be a kind thing to do to yourself, for yourself, to take care of this email, because you'll feel so much better afterwards. Do this email as a gift to yourself, ah. and then I do it, and it's done, and it's done. Things I've been putting off for genuinely months have been done in five minutes, and <laughs> and once I've now framed it as a, these gifts to myself instead of a task I have to I have to do it's made things a little easier
0: what um is is there anyone anyone that you can mention that was like such an easy thing because I, I have that with meter readings
1: oh yeah um like I got um hmm, what is it one I can actually uh talk about I mean genuinely yeah, emails about things about gigs about you know bits of work um I got locked out of something online and I, I and and the process of you know getting back in was yeah. you know a bit involved and i just put it off for months and months and months and it but it was you know it was un con, inconvenient to be locked out of this thing and then i just thought just fucking do it well so what if just do it it'd be nice to yourself if it doesn't work fine but it's a gift to yourself just do it and honestly it was done in 10 minutes it's done <laughs> it's just done it's so quickly done uh, and it's not something that's been in the back of my head for months. It's just so silly.
0: Task avoidance, executive dysfunction. These are the terms.
1: Executive dysfunction. What is that?
0: Yeah, give it a Google. Have a look. There's different versions of it. Um. Uh, anyone listening to this relating very hard to the idea of not being able to do anything for no reason. Give Give that a Google. See what you think. It's um.
1: Executive, disu-
0: executive dysfunction is
1: a term used to describe the range of cognitive, behavioral and emotional difficulties which often occur as a result of another disorder or a traumatic brain injury.
0: Yeah, but it's less crazy than it sounds. Oh, it's here also we go.
1: Individuals with executive dysfunction struggle with planning, problem solving, organization and time management. Yes. Mm. Okay, so it's like a broad broad term for for all these difficulties. Yes, and it, it's adulting, of- Pierre, you could call it. Yeah. <laughs> Adulting is hard. Adulting is hard. Phil, you
0: should write that down. Has anyone said this? Adulting is hard? I don't know. I don't think. I think that is the first time I've heard it put into those words. And I think yeah. it's the first time I've heard it phrased so neatly.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, being an adult, you know, it comes with all these freedoms. Um, but it also comes with all these responsibilities. It's a bit like, I don't know, it's a bit of a gilded, I don't know, I don't know if you've heard this phrase either, I don't want to barrage you with new phrases, but it's a bit of yeah. a gilded cage, really, being a-, a what, sorry? Being a, a- gilded cage. Um- Cage
0: is in like- I don't f- know if you want to- A cage like for an animal?
1: Right, yeah, that's right. A cage okay. for an animal, but in this case, it's you, a person. I'm in the cage, You're okay. You're in the cage, but the cage is- Gold. It's gilded. It's so it's very nice. It's a nice cage. It's a nut. Ni- yeah, I mean, when you say it back at me, it sounds weird, and I'm starting to think, is, am I getting that right? Is this a am Malaysian thing? Right? it sounds. No, it's not. I no, it's not. I know it sounds like sort of something from a foreign culture, a distant land. But it's. I think people here have sometimes say it. A gilded, a gold, a gilded
0: cage. A gilded cage. Um, so I'm trapped, mm. but it's nice
1: yeah yeah or like there's there's plus sides to being trapped really? i don't if that oh. makes any sense or like get... it's a trade it's a trade-off because you you don't want to be trapped but you like gold because it's a precious metal
0: right but um, i can't okay yeah. but i can't leave even though i it's nice but i want you to can't leave? leave it's a cage it's a cage no, it's a cage you're caged
1: you're god trapped. but 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 some people will say well why would you want to leave being surrounded as you are by gold which is something that a lot of people want
0: yes um, that's right yeah okay. it's a tough it's a tough one it's a tough it's, one it's a real push me pull me yeah it's a very Yeah, it's a tricky one though. Ah. yeah i'm not sure I, i'm gonna one. have to spend some time thinking about that one phil that is um
1: philosophy evening class to really wrap your head around that uh,
0: one. yeah it's a lot i mean first you said adulting is hard and i'm worried, i'm still bowled over by that <laughs> 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 You've, you've summed up that feeling I had this morning when I thought about doing a meter reading and, well, using a toaster. <laughs>
1: oh, well, I had a new washing machine installed today, Pierre, and I it's given me a new lease of life. I'm so thrilled it's done. Yeah. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> I mean, I cannot wait to discover the one thing that's wrong with it. Yeah, it's so exciting. But... <laughs> but it is otherwise done and i can wash clothes in my own home Pierre, <laughs> isn't it kind of nice when you you lose access to these things and then when you get them back you're like oh, i can wash clothes in my own house it feels huh. like a superpower. No, going I mean, down the road for me
0: oh uh, yeah i remember the relief when i used to live in a in a, a soaking wet little flat and it had a horrible old washing machine that was like um Smaller than an oven, so it took so many loads in a row to get your cl- all your clothes done, and they all smelt of mold. <laughs> they were so bad; I, it was they, it was worse than if there had not been a machine because it made you think you could use the machine. And yeah, yeah, I was one of those guys who had all his laundry in a in a bin bag and walked to the weird giant laundromat with a jingling pocket fill. And this wasn't even because the
1: washing machine was broken necessarily; it was just. Effectively a mold spreader.
0: Yeah, it was a sort of going like, would you like to very slowly throughout the day make sure that t- small clumps of your clothes smell of mold? Hmm. And yuck. I I said, no. No, not anymore. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then I went to this place, which had to, dryers so big you could tumble dry a full duvet.
1: Oh, brilliant. Wow. It was that's a, good. That's That's big. Yeah,
0: it was an industrial laundrette i guess is the british version
1: yeah i'm i am always a little like huh, surprised to see one in the uk because in my mind yeah. it's so heavily associated with new york America, yeah that's it because they're the flats they really don't have enough space for a, a washing machine
0: some of them aren't allowed through because of building
1: code ah, ah.
0: that makes sense but it, yeah you're right it's a very it's a very um um uh, interstitial scene in Seinfeld sort of location.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: Whereas in the in well, certainly in London, they seem to just be in places, um, more on the more in the sort well, well, I guess by necessity close to places where people are more likely to have horrible washing machine scenarios like, um, like the one I had. Clothes were just never dry mm. as well because the flat was damp.
1: Mm. I was just yeah. damp
0: for a year. Dampier, dampier. Yeah. I remember your
1: dampier. Yeah, yeah I was it yeah, my dampier? the things just dripping, dripping <laughs> everywhere you went.
0: My resolution is to be clammy to the touch for a whole year. I would love to. I would lo- genuinely though. I would love to read like a some piece of writing about your selfish year because I also really love. I really laughed at you saying felt like there was something <laughs> eating at you. It was really funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah there was like uh it it was always like i'd swallowed something dark i don't know if you can ex- this, imagine this feeling of having swallowed something very
0: dark um i'm i'm picturing uh, yeah it, i'm picturing venom it, like yeah Spider-Man. i mean
1: i guess the, the closest maybe it's kind of like every time i i said something mean about someone else or myself is like having a little cigarette and is and but the tar built up over the year. The tar yeah. in me just built up.
0: I want
1: to try go a year without tar. It was like
0: the evil demon from Fern Gully.
1: I don't know Fern Gully.
0: Oh, it's great. Well I, he, relying on a completely childhood memory. I think Tim Curry voices it. Oh I like it's Tim this- Curry. We went to the same school. He went to my school in Bath. Did he?
1: yeah in King a sort King of Adam school. Sandler way, what do you mean? He had to come oh, back like... and finish finish it <laughs> with you yeah 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 brilliant actor,
0: stupid student <laughs> stupid um yeah okay, well, I recommend uh googling the 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 sort of oily goop villain from Fern Gully who represents pollution, and you might find. Oh, okay. You might find a good visual metaphor for your own for your own joy in sort of saying what an idiot about yourself or others.
1: Phone gully pollution monster.
0: Yeah. Villain? I guess he's the villain.
1: Oh, it's, it's a, a cartoon. Yeah, it's oh. a very Captain
0: Planet sort of thing. Beautiful. Yeah. Movie. Very Captain Planet vibes. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah. Oh,
1: hey, this does look nice.
0: It's one of those sort of slightly forgotten animation classics, I think. Is it British? No, no, I think it's American. Oh, that looks good. it was in the heyday of Tim Curry. Home Alone 2, Muppet Treasure Island.
1: Muppet Treasure Island, what an incredible movie. Some cracking songs in that. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. What did he think he We've was got doing? We've got cabin fever. Ba- 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 da- ba. <laughs> What's the opening song? It's so good, like the the pirate the pirate song.
0: Shiver my timbers, shiver uh, my soul.
1: Oh, yeah, shiver my timbers, mm, shiver my, my souls, souls. Yo ho oh, yo. Really good. There's men with hearts
0: as black as coal. Oh, and oh, their name's for a little Wang. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a heart as black as coal for the past year, Phil. Tell us about that. That would be a funny I have, interview.
1: I have. But I've now compressed it into a diamond.
0: <laughs> that would be a really funny, like, red carpet interview with one of those big microphones, like a Hollywood or like E Entertainment. We've heard you've got a yeah. heart as black as coal. <laughs> Tell us about that.
1: Phil! <laughs> <Well, laughs> Phil! Phil, here, um,. Jeanette from E! News. We've heard that you have a heart as black <laughs> as coal. Tell, uh, Why do you tell all the people watching E! News what that feels like, having a heart as black as coal?
0: Was that fun? <laughs> <laughs> We've heard a little secret from your co-stars, and you start going, oh no. <laughs> that you've got a heart as black as coal oh who told you that was it timothy
1: um <laughs> yeah yeah shake, yeah, you shake your fist chalamet oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah it's a hard as black like, as the rest of the gang they really you know they really make fun of me for it but uh <laughs> i um i just don't think life in general is uh, has all that much intrinsic value um but this <laughs> you know in many ways that's what this movie is about it's um it's um um that yeah, that'd be cool. funny. That'd be funny. That's good. That's a good idea for a sketch. Like really, like sort of red carpet deep questions. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's quite funny, but pitched by like a sort of Paris Hilton figure.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah, really searching.
1: <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, and it's such an American thing. There's a. This is incredible clip. I don't know if you've seen it. It's I think the 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 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame awards party or something. Yeah. And this British rock band has been. I can't remember who they are. I'm sorry. If they're like a classic band, but they've just been inducted into the the Hollywood. or The, oh. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is and um, this girl very peppy American. It's the Cure. Girl. It's Robert Smith oh, from the right? Cure. Right, right, right. And the very, very peppy host goes like, "Oh my God, are you guys excited?" And he just goes, "Well, not as much as you, apparently. <laughs> it's so good. It's just so well delivered. <laughs> it's just so good. I love it so much.
0: Oh, I love that well phil it's time we've we' we've done so much uh, it's time to slink away to the v i p area in Marie Kondo's brain. We must slink
1: into into the the condo sphere." Um, and as a little t- teaser for those of you not signed up to the Patreon I will be talking to Pierre about Avatar 2 which I oh. saw in Malaysia oh, <laughs> yes, I please. have some thoughts about um, so if that doesn't get you to sign up to Patreon to be honest I don't know what will uh, yeah. otherwise it's been great to catch up again I um, hope you had a nice festive period
0: and happy new year crappy poos me guys Bye-bye. bye bye